Hi there, and what is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Alternate Perspective Podcast, a podcast that raises consciousness, promotes personal growth, and gives an understanding of our subjective perceptions of reality, and in turn, helps us to better understand ourselves, understand people, and their alternate perspectives. Before I start this episode, I have to make this quick disclaimer early on due to the examples that will be brought up. These examples include topics that might be triggers, unfavored, and can cause mixed emotions in regards to race, current events, and strong political topics. In addition to this, anything that I say or propose in this podcast is not intended to attack values, beliefs, standpoints, or people. Any personal standpoints and examples that I give are simply a reflection of my personal perception of reality due to my lived experiences. However, the main goal here is to understand your personal perception so that you yourself can understand the way others perceive and reason. This is ultimately not to pick a side or to say who or what is right or wrong, but it does serve to explain what leads people to believe that they are right or wrong. But now that that's out of the way, just a quick reminder that new episodes come out every Tuesday with different concepts aimed to help you understand how you perceive your own reality. These concepts go deeper into understanding what consciously and subconsciously affects and builds up our ideas of the self. The base of this podcast lies heavily in the application of the concepts, meaning, although the explanation of the concepts may seem a bit difficult to understand at times, the examples usually clarify. At the end of the examples, I give tips on how you can acknowledge the terms and even apply them to your own personal lives. But enough of that. Today's episode is on the concept of terministic screens. As defined by Kenneth Burke, a literary theorist, a terministic screen deals with terms and language that people use that display to others how they perceive and make sense of the world. These screens select, reflect, and deflect our perceptions of reality. But what exactly does this mean? If we look at the world through a screen, we select what we want to see, we deflect what we don't want to see, and we reflect that of which we did choose to see, which in turn explains why people's perceptions and views are often filtered and one-sided. But how does language exactly play a role here? And how does that use of language and terms tell us about how people perceive the world? Well, let's use the examples for that. Again, just a quick reminder, some of these examples may serve as triggers and heightened mixed emotions, especially because these examples are currently happening in real time. When we pay close attention to all forms of media and even when individuals talk, the closer we listen, the more aware we become. These terministic screens serve as a reminder and a clear example that the words we use affect our perception and social worlds. What I mean by this is, when we listen and watch with a critical eye and a critical ear, we can see that not everything and not everyone is perceived or covered as equals. In recent headlines, media coverage on certain topics or groups of people aren't covered in the same way and aren't talked about in the same way when broadcasted. This shows clear inequality. And I know that if you're keeping up with this week's current events, you're beginning to understand that the news isn't showing the same video clips that you're seeing on social media. They only show you what they want you to know. But what more can you expect when 90% of the media is owned by literally a handful of companies? If you don't know what I'm talking about, Look it up for yourself. 
I want you to pay close attention to these clear examples that have targeted many different groups of people, specifically people of color, and think about what this use of language creates and what type of people use each of these terms I'm about to mention. Illegal aliens versus undocumented immigrants. Good people versus thugs. And riots versus protests slash rebellions. I chose these specific topics because they all elicit conversations that absolutely need to be had. Regardless of the level of difficulty and regardless of what arises as a result of such conversations. There is a key important factor within these terministic screens and that's that the language and words that people use tells us about the way they perceive life and in turn tells us how our perception of social worlds has been influenced and created. And also, don't forget to apply this to yourself. The language and words that you choose to use say a lot about you and give some kind of understanding of how you perceive the world as well as your standpoints on certain issues. But let's start. Let's start with the example of illegal alien versus undocumented immigrant. For some of you, hearing illegal alien is already serving as a trigger and you probably are already building up a counterattack. But please, please be mindful and try your best to listen to the explanations I'm about to give. Communicating effectively and with a clear understanding paves the way for a better tomorrow. But moving on. If you are someone who is in favor of strong immigration reforms and if your views align more with conservatives and especially if you're reinforced by certain news channels such as Fox News, words used by our current president and any other echo chambers that you're a part of, when dealing with the topic of immigration, you most likely refer to immigrants as illegal aliens. On the other hand, if you are someone whose views on immigration align more with liberals, and especially if you are reinforced by your choice of news, such as CNN, and whatever other echo chambers you're mostly stuck in, then you probably use the term undocumented immigrants. Now, I won't say if there's a right or wrong term, but I will say that your preferred term tells a lot about you, what you stand for, and how you perceive the world, as well as how you see others. I won't say what is right or wrong because ultimately that is for you to decide. I will however say that one of those terms undoubtedly has more of a negative connotation attached to it, while the other is more neutral and widely accepted. When I'm talking about the terms good people versus thugs, I'm referring to the tweets that President Trump made in regards to white protesters protesting on the topic of coronavirus and black protesters protesting against systematic oppression, police brutality, and racism. If you were listening to this closely and have been keeping up with the social injustices of the world, you know who exactly is being referred to as good people and who is being referred to as thugs. But the fact that we know which term refers to which group of people is a huge freaking problem. But what do we learn from all of this language that they use? Well, for starters, we learn that the people that use the words thugs to refer to the people of color that are currently protesting that they themselves are not an ally. We also learn that those people are not only classifying and generalizing a certain group of people, but that they are believing that what's true of the part is true of the whole. This is extremely problematic because it only continues to fuel the racism and negative stereotypes they already believe to be true. On the other hand, what do we learn when white people are referred to as good people? What does this language say? We learn that this language feeds to the ideology that people with white or lighter pigmented skin are almost never given condescending names. 
we learn that using good people subconsciously makes us believe that white people are better than people of color. We also learn that if this is how the news portrays them, they are positively reinforcing these people while others are negatively criticized. We take and learn all of this just by looking at the language and the words that they choose to use. In the example of riots versus protests, we can see a clear example of how reality is perceived. When a group of white people protest, it is almost always called a protest and almost never anything with a more negative connotation. In fact, sometimes the word protest is about as bad as it gets because the media deminimizes the looting, actions, and the mess that they cause. However, as we're seeing in current time, we see how language such as rioting, looting, and carelessness strongly and inevitably alter the perception and perspective of viewers. Ironically, this is how people of color fighting for a cause they believe in is represented by the media. I'm not even going to touch on which topic is more important because that isn't the focus. The focus is on the words used to describe different groups of people and the perception that those words create for those groups. This example is the most clear form of unequal coverage and a disrupted and disfigured false perception of reality. It is also a very clear example of inequality and misrepresentation of a certain group of people. In the beginning, I talked about giving tips to acknowledge these terministic screens, and here they are. Don't just hear, but listen. Listen with a critical ear. Don't just listen blindly. Listen to key words that others use to describe beliefs, events, standpoints, and everything in between. Listen to the media. Then listen to the people who are actually involved and out on the front lines, not just the people covering a story. Listen to different word choices to help you understand each person's perception and how they came to believe what they believe. In elementary, people used to say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. This is a dangerous and straight up lie, and some of us know exactly why this is false. Words not only hurt people, but words have the power to shape our world. Words have the power to force people to listen. Words have the power to make people change. And sometimes, words even have the power to hurt people to the point where they take their own life. This is why terministic screens are important. Because the words we select to describe ourselves and deflect what we don't want attached to ourselves ultimately reflect who we are as a product of our environment, as a product of our beliefs, and sometimes even as a product of our lack of understanding. I'll talk more about products of our environment in the next episode, but I want to leave you all with this. There is something very real that is happening and has been happening since early on when tribes were still conquering tribes, and that is the underlying ideology where a lesser people exists. This cannot continue if we want a better world for ourselves and for future generations. Be safe, be aware, educate, and live your truth.